She rants, she raves, she's got a really big mouth. She prays, she swears, and most importantly, she's here to help you believe in you. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. I'm your host, Trina Damon, aka Greasy Girl Gone Clean. I am parked on the side of the road right now. My car is running, my air conditioning's on, so I hope you can hear me. I needed to get out of my house and just like be alone. So I am just literally parked in front of a bush in the shade somewhere. And I brought my Bible with me because I am currently reading Revelation. Uh, Revelations. And um, it says in the beginning of the book of Revelations that if you read the book of Revelations out loud, that you will be blessed. So my goal um, right now is to read the entire book of Revelations out loud and to just read one chapter a day until I get through it. Um, I have never been able to do this. I've actually attempted this a few times, but I, I've tried reading this in my office because um, it's kind of like my alone space. But every time that I get alone in my office, no matter how much like pre-workout I've drank or how much coffee or how much sleep, I seem to like start getting sleepy, which is really weird. Um, Anyway, so I'm attempting this again, and so far it's worked out. I'm halfway through Revelations, but it actually says in Revelations chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Um, Anyway, so I really wanted to read this out loud. But um, reading Revelations is scary. It is very scary. And I wanted to talk about that because I, um, I feel like a lot of people don't read or don't attempt even to read the Bible because A, it's scary. It can be. B, it, you, you don't always understand it. Um, and I get that because there's a lot of times that I read things and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Or I read something and I think, holy crap, that's really scary. And um, so as I was just reading right now, I prayed and I was like, Holy Spirit, like, help me to understand this. Help me to understand what I need to understand. And just recently, I was listening to a recorded speech on YouTube by one of my favorite mentors from afar. And his name is Dr. Miles Monroe. And he was a preacher out of the Bahamas Um, unfortunately he passed away from a plane crash in, I think 2014. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong on the, on the year, but he is one of my favorite people, um, on the planet. I have learned so much from him and I, and I want to gobble up every single book he's ever written and every single, you know, recorded conversation he's ever had. I just want to read them all and ingest them on repeat because I feel like he, he had so much incredible godly wisdom to share. And, and he is definitely somebody I want to learn from. But one of the things that he said recently that I heard, um, that I thought was so profound was he said his goal was to read through the Bible every year. And he said, highlight, you know, whatever spoke to him at the time. And he said, every year he likes to get a new Bible. And then just, you know, he's got a little reading plan that gets him through the Bible every year. Oh, sorry. See? It's two o'clock in the afternoon. What's happening here? Um, and anyway, so he says he highlights different things every year because he feels like he gets different takeaways every time he reads it. He understands it more or the Holy Spirit reveals more to him. And I thought that was really fascinating. So um, I'll be honest, I have not read through the entire Bible. I've read a lot of it, um, but I probably haven't read all of it. And so 
I mean, that's definitely a goal of mine at some point to be able to read through the whole thing. And it's funny, I would imagine to say, you know, I'm sure for some people when they hear like, okay, how can you base your life on something when you haven't even read the whole Bible? I'll tell you what, um, you know, I know I haven't read the entire Bible, but I have read enough to know that I believe with every fiber in my being that we have a God who loves us, that he created us and that we sinned. And then he sent his son down on this earth to die for us so that we could have eternal life and be saved and and have victory through him. I believe that with my whole heart. And so I don't have all the answers and I don't know all the things, but I do know that me believing in God has made my life better. Me reading my Bible and searching out my relationship with God gives me hope. It gives me hope when things don't make any sense on this planet at all. And there's a lot of things on this planet that don't make sense to me. There's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of unfairness and there's a lot of things that all you got to do is open up your phone and read the news for a day and it'll make you feel like there is no hope at all. Hence why I avoid reading the news 99% of the time. But I do know that there is hope in my relationship with God. And that's also why I want to continue to help connect other people to God. And like I said, I don't have all the answers and I'm not a perfect person by any means, but I do feel called to share God with other people. And that's why I'm also constantly trying to say, you know, that I don't like the idea of like church in a box or Christians in a box. Like there's this you know, constant, I feel like this sort of idea that if you believe in God or that if you follow God, that you all of a sudden have to be this perfect person that doesn't swear and doesn't drink and doesn't sin and doesn't like, you know what you have to be to follow God yourself. And, you know, God is our potter and you are the clay and, and he'll mold you and he'll continue to mold you and mold you and mold you and mold you over time as he sees fit as as is needed. So I don't believe that as people, our job is to judge people. I don't believe that our job is to, to fricking, you know, try and tell people that their poop is any stinkier than our poop. Cause it's not like we're all sinners. I think our job is just connect people to God and let God do the work in them. You know, we're just supposed to love each other. And I just came across this, um, this is like a crazy topic, but I just came across, uh, on Instagram the other day, um, a, a platform had shared this TikTok. Oh, sorry. See, what is it? Every time I record a podcast, I yawn. I don't know what's wrong with me. It, um, this, this Instagram account had shared a TikTok from somebody else. And it was a girl talking about how she had, been a part of the LGBTQ, oh my gosh, I hope I said that right, community for 11 years and and um, had started, I think, transforming or, I'm so sorry if I'm using the wrong, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody here, but she, I guess, found God and started transforming back. So she shared her journey and talked about how she, you know, was a woman transforming into a man who was with other women for all the years and then found God. And now she is transforming back into a woman and decided that she wants to be the God, the woman that God made her to be or whatever. And I'm probably totally doing no justice to the story at all. And again, I'm so trying to be respectful and use all the right terminology and everything, but I just was so inspired by her, um, her personal story and, and 
and not because I feel like I am trying to transform anybody. That's not my job. But I was so inspired by the loving way that she shared her story. And you could tell that she had had this really incredible personal journey. And she just genuinely wanted to help other people feel good about themselves. And part of her journey was just realizing that, you know, when she made peace with her God, with her creator, it helped her make peace with herself. And I just was so moved by that. And because I think that's where most of us are. I I don't think it matters if you're black or white or gay or straight or thin or, or round or tall or short or whatever. I think all of us want to have an inner peace and we want to have this inner dialogue of peace with ourselves and we want to be able to live at peace in the world and I think that's really really hard when you don't know your identity and where you don't know where you came from and when you don't have connection to your creator and that's where I feel like I come in is that I don't have a perfect message I don't even really know what I'm talking about half the time I just know sometimes I pick up my phone and I feel like God is telling me like just talk talk and you're you there's somebody needs to hear what you have to say today and so I just do that and I don't understand all of it and I totally don't feel worthy or able to have a podcast where I'm talking about God but I just know my goal is always just to connect other people mostly women because I feel like that's my calling to God And just to point you in his direction, to nudge you to read the word, to nudge you to explore that relationship with him, to nudge you to explore other mentors, you know, Bible-based mentors. I think that's really important that you look at where people are getting their information from all the time. But um, I like I am not going to be the teacher that gets you to your next level, but I could maybe connect you to whoever that is. Like, I feel like I'm just a connecting point. I'm just this like middleman that, you know, had my own journey and it helped me change my life. And so I just want to help connect other people. When I die, whenever that is, because obviously I don't know what that is. I just know that I want to leave the world in a better place than I found it. And I want to leave a legacy for my children. And I think the most important thing I could possibly do while I'm on this planet is just help connect other people to their creator. It's just, and, and not just for, I mean, obviously I want to do this for everybody, but I know when I think about what is the one thing I want to leave my children with, I want my children have to have a relationship with the Lord. I want my children to know that the answer to every problem is in the Bible. I want my children to know that they don't have to worry because God knows everything we don't. And I was listening to an app last night. Um, I have an app called Soul Space on my phone. It's like a meditation kind of thing, but it's all like, oh man, sorry. It's like connecting people to God. And it's like, anyway, so I was playing it for my little one last night because she couldn't get to sleep. And I know she's a big worrier. Both my girls are pretty big worriers. And I've been trying to teach them not to. I get it. I worry too. I'm a human. But um, at the end of the the, the the little meditation last night, it was all like uh, there was a couple scriptures. And she talked about like you don't have to worry. And then that was the whole lesson was like we don't have to worry because God knows everything that we don't know. And, you know, I know that you maybe don't have the answers to all your problems right now. I know I don't have the answers to all my problems. I know there's plenty of stuff going on in my life that... I'm not proud of, 
you know, there's accomplishments I haven't accomplished. There's goals I haven't hit. There's, you know, I have my own worries and stresses and, you know, family issues and things going on behind the scenes. You know, I don't share every single thing out in public, obviously. I mean, who does? But I just know that even though I don't have the answer to everything and there's lots of stuff I don't understand and and I feel so confused. And even when the enemy gets in my mind and tries to tell me like, there's no hope, you know, it's, it's hopeless. Like stop trying. (laughs) Um, you know, and I, I kind of catch myself believing that every now and then I'm like, yep, it's hopeless. Why set a goal? I'm not going to reach it anyway. Why? Like any of that stuff. I know that's not from God. If it's negative and, or if it's unkind or if it's, you know, stealing my hope or my joy, then I know it's not from God. And this is why I want to connect other women to God because I know that I know that I know that when you are connected to the Lord, it helps you to be able to um, discern what is the truth, what is the truth, what is real, what is right. So we have these thoughts that plague us a lot, you know. Um, like I'm afraid of this or I can't accomplish that or I'll never be good enough for this or I will never reach that goal or I will have and never have enough, right? But these thoughts aren't real. Thoughts are things, and, but, but we don't have to think everything that drops in our head. And I know I talk about that a lot because it's really powerful, but just like you, just like anybody else, even though I know the truth, I still find myself getting caught up in that sometimes where, you know, I start falling prey to that. And then I will let it whirl around in my mind. And for a minute, I catch myself feeling really hopeless or really lost or really broken. And then I have to remind myself, wait a minute, that's not true. It's only true if I believe it's true, you know, and I don't believe it's true. I know it's not true. So why am I allowing myself to meditate on this right now? Why am I allowing myself to fall down this worry rabbit hole? Why am I allowing myself to fall down this hopeless rabbit hole? Why am I allowing myself to fall down this? I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. I will never reach that goal rabbit hole because that's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. So do you catch yourself falling down that hole? Because it's a lie. And so that is why you need to read your Bible. Because even though it's scary sometimes, and even though you don't understand it sometimes, that is the word of God and it's the truth. And it will help you begin to discern the truth in your own mind. So when those weird things fall in your mind, those doubts, those fears, those, you'll know it's not true. And you don't have to meditate on that and you don't have to believe it. But if you don't ever study the word and if you don't get in the word and if you don't get familiar with it, then you're not going to be able to discern what is a lie and what is true in your mind. And to be honest, I've heard this scripture a couple times lately. And this to me is the fucking scariest thing I've ever heard. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 through 23, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, 
Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. That to me, that's the scariest thing I've ever read in the Bible, period. (laughs) Because that right there is like, oh my gosh, what if I ever was separated from God? What if I was separated from God? But then I have to ask myself, is that true for me? And I don't think it is. It's scary. Sure, it's scary. But I think that it also says, I know that it also says, anyone who calls upon my name will be saved. So if you're calling on the Lord to be the leader of your life, and you're asking the Holy Spirit to live inside of you, and you're asking God to direct your steps, and you're asking God to forgive you of your sin, and you're asking God to make a way where there is no way in your life, and you're asking him to bring rivers into the desert of your life, to make a way in the wilderness, God will do that for you. I believe that with my whole heart, and I don't think you have to be anything but yourself. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All. And that will forever be one of my favorite scriptures. Because all means all. All means everybody. All means everybody. And I need to hear that as much as you do and as much as everybody does. Because every single one of us is broken in our own way. And every single one of us is a sinner in our own way. And every single one of us is imperfect in our own way. But it doesn't mean that we aren't loved by God. That we aren't loved by our creator because we are. And the more that we pick up our Bible and begin to read it and begin to explore the truth that is God's word, the more that we will have that downloaded into our spirit, into our soul, into our heart, into our mind. And I truly believe the Holy Spirit will start to reveal things to you that you don't understand right now. And I know the more that I read my Bible, some it, it, it begins to jump out at me. And I do get discernment and understanding and clarity that I didn't get before. But it's because I'm looking for it. And you need to look for it too. Because you deserve to live a life of victory. And you deserve to live a life filled with hope. And you deserve to live a life of abundance because I believe that's why Jesus died for you so that you could live an abundant life. But if you're not constantly renewing your mind and doing those things that will give you a bigger, better life, then you're going to stay where you are. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay where I am. I don't want to stay where I am. And I don't want you to stay where you are either. Because I know that even if everything in your life is really good right now, which I pray that it is, I also know that your life can get better. And in your, if your life is not really good right now, I also know that your life can get better. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what you haven't accomplished or what you haven't learned, or no matter what mistakes you've made, it can get better. There never has to be hopelessness in your life unless you decide for that to be your way of life. And I refuse to let that be my way of life. 
And I refuse to stay quiet in my own space and not encourage somebody else to get out of that. That is not your calling. You are a child of the most high God. And you were created to live a life of victory. And the sooner that you believe it, embrace it, and start renewing your mind with the truth every single day, the sooner you'll start living that out in your life. And you deserve that. And I believe that for you. And I'm praying that for you and for your family and the people that you love. Anyways, bless you. Random thoughts from Trina this week on the side of the road (laughs) in the air conditioning. You're amazing. I appreciate you. If you listen to this, thank you. I pray that you got some value out of it. And I pray that if you find it valuable, that you will uh, be willing to leave a review on Google Podcast and that you will share it with somebody else. And again, I thank you so much for being here. I value you. I appreciate you. And I am praying for you. Bless you. Have a wonderful week ahead. Follow my mom at on Instagram at prayers and swears. No swearing. Follow my mommy on Instagram at greasy girl gone clean. Or <laughs> you can follow me at both. And if you got some value out of this podcast, please share it with somebody. Tag me for sure on the gram or leave me a review because that's how people find this podcast. Thanks so much.